Well, I'd like to interrupt our regularly scheduled series, Extraordinary, <laughs> Ordinary People and Extraordinary Things. And just like a lot of movies, they, they have a sequel, like what comes after. Uh, and yes, some movies also have a prequel, what comes before. We're, we're actually going to see what happens before we dove into the book of Acts. And we're starting off here in Matthew chapter four, and I wanna talk with you today about becoming a builder. Now, now I want you just to be aware that, that God wants to use you, but it's not just what God wants from you, it, it's what God wants for you, that you were destined for so much more then maybe you're experiencing right now, then maybe you're living right now, and we're gonna discover how does that all happen? How do we become a builder? Because we live in a world that's just trying to tear things down, but, but as followers of Jesus, we're, we're called to build. In Matthew chapter four, beginning in verse 18, as he was walking, who's walking? Jesus, as Jesus was walking by the shore of Lake Galilee, he noticed two fishermen, Peter and Andrew, his brother, watching as they were casting their nets into the water. You see, they were fishing, but it's not like fishing, uh, like you and I may fish today, where we have a pole and we're just relaxing. This was their profession, and they were hard at work. And Jesus calls out to them, come and follow me, and I will transform you into men who catch people for God. Immediately, they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow Jesus. Leaving there, Jesus found three other men sitting in a boat, mending their nets. It was the brothers, Jacob, who's AKA James, and John, along with their father. Come and follow me, he said to these two brothers. And at once, they left their boat and they left their father and began to follow Jesus. Can you picture this? That, that in this moment, Jesus is, is walking on the shore and he's watching. <laughs> you ever feel like people are watching you? <laughs> Remember that song uh, from many, many years ago? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Wasn't that MJ that, that sang that hook? I, I always feel like, like somebody's watching me and Jesus is watching them do their thing. Jesus is, is watching them fish. Wonder if Jesus right now is watching you and, and in your life, you, you're in sales, so he's watching you busy trying to close that deal. <laughs> or maybe you, you, you do office work, and so Jesus is watching you uh, send off those emails, process that paperwork. Or maybe you're a driver for your company, and so Jesus is watching you <laughs> drive. He, he, Jesus is watching them and they're minding their own business. Jesus was not invited, he just showed up. 
I love this because sometimes we're just going about our business. We're just living our life. We're just doing our thing. And Jesus just shows up and he doesn't ask them, hey, uh, what what is your past like? He he doesn't ask them, tell me about your dreams and and tell me about your aspirations. He, He doesn't say, hey, guys, want want to go sit down and and have a cup of coffee and discuss what what life could be like? No, he he finds these individuals who are out fishing, which means they they are most likely dressed as fishermen, (laughs) which means they most likely smell like fishermen, which means that, that they're probably acting and talking like fishermen. You see, Jesus didn't go to the synagogue. He He's calling these fishermen and he calls out and he says, come and follow me. Now, if you were to follow me and I didn't ask you to, I would be a little freaked out and I would probably call the police. In fact, if you kept following me, I would be like, I need to get a restraining order. Maybe in your life, unfortunately, you've had to get a restraining order from someone. You see, the call And Jesus has called you. The call gives us permission to respond, to respond to Jesus as he is calling us to become a builder. Now, just because Jesus calls doesn't mean that we're going to come. Those are separate things. There is the call and there is the response. Have you gotten an invitation to an event or maybe to a party. I'll be going to a a good friend of mine. I got an invitation because after over 20 years as a Navy SEAL, an officer, he he is going to retire. And so I got an invitation to go to his retirement party. Now, Now, it's actually there on the base, so not only did I have to respond, but I had to send in my social security number, my driver's license, they do a full background check, uh, just to go to, to that event. But, but Jesus is calling you, and he's not asking for your social security number, he's not asking for your driver's license. He, he, he's just saying, will, will you come and will you follow me? Yes, so many people, we, we want a Jesus that we call but never calls on us. We call on Jesus. Jesus, I need you help. I'm struggling in this relationship. This whole marriage thing is hard. Jesus, help. We, we call on Jesus. Jesus, would you help? My, my, my mother-in-law got, got this doctor's report. The test result came back and, and it's cancer. We want to call on Jesus. Jesus, would you help? I'm, I'm struggling right now as a parent with, with my kid. We want to call on Jesus, but, but sometimes we don't want Jesus to, to call on us. We, we want a Jesus that, that we can visit on Sunday and we can have a few moments together and then leave and go back to living our little lives. <laughs> we we want to just go and receive a, a little inspiration, but not really be, be challenged. It, if you want to stay on your boat, <laughs> if you want to be holding your nets, if you want to be still going about your business, stay away from Jesus. <laughs> let, let, let me put it in your world. If you want to stay in that career 
that you're miserable in, that, that you don't even enjoy the people that you're working with, if you wanna stay in that toxic relationship, dating that person you know you shouldn't be dating, your friends and your family are saying they're no good for you, if you want to keep life as it is, stay away from Jesus because Jesus will call you out. He'll call you out of that unfulfilling career. Jesus will call you out of that toxic relationship. Here's the thing, Jesus will call you out of the trouble you've got yourself in. In fact, Jesus will even call you out of how you see yourself, those limiting beliefs. Yet when Jesus calls us, it's not just what we're called from, it's what we're called to. We're called to become a builder. Jesus says, come and follow me and I will transform you. You see, the following, that's our job. <laughs> the transforming, that's the job of Jesus. And yes, so many people are worn out. They're exhausted because they're trying to transform themselves. It's like we're reading books, trying to transform ourselves. We're listening to podcasts, trying to transform ourselves. We're, we're maybe even going to seminars, <laughs> the whole self-help. We're, we're trying to help ourselves and we're worn out and we're not seeing the progress that we wanna see. Uh, in Psalm 119, 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a light unto my path. Jesus is the light of the world. When you think about it, when you're in darkness, there, there, there's lacking um, responsibility. You do something and you're like, I, I just couldn't see where I was going. Maybe you were driving at night <laughs> when I was in high school. Now, this was back like in the early 90s. Uh, a band called Soul Asylum had a song and, and one of the lines went, night driving <laughs> without headlights, wearing sunglasses too. And one of my good friends decided to test out that line. Do not try this. He was driving at night. <laughs> he turned off his headlights, put on sunglasses. Guess what happened? He crashed. <laughs> his parents were like, what, what, why? He's like, I couldn't see. <laughs> you ever just feel like, what? people ask you, why? Why did you marry them? And you're like, I. I, I couldn't really see what was on the inside of them. They, they may ask you, like a friend, say, well, well, why'd you take a, the job at that company? I couldn't see what was, what was really going on. <laughs> what, why did you do that? I, I couldn't see, and then all of a sudden, let there be light, and light lets you see, and you can no longer continue to play the blame game. We live in a world of darkness, and we live in a world where people are playing the blame game. Like, it's not my fault. <laughs> I, but, but what if we stop blaming everyone 
and we start becoming everything God created us to be. I want you to know you can stop blaming what has happened to you and start becoming what God has destined you to become. Jesus says, come and follow me and I will transform you. You you see, Jesus is inviting us into a relationship. Jesus is saying, we're going to have a relationship at Thanksgiving. Maybe you got together with with a lot of relatives, a lot of family, or maybe maybe for Christmas, you're going to be getting together with, with a lot of family. I remember as a kid that, that we would go to, to my, to my great grandparents' house on both sides. And, and on one of the, the sides, I would see all these people. And it would be like, as a little kid, like, who are they? <laughs> my parents would be like, those are relatives. I'd be like, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> you have distant relatives that you see maybe once a year or, or maybe once every few years. And, and you're related, but you don't have a relationship. And then there, there's people that, that are close friends or, or family members that, that you're close to. Jesus wants to be close to you. You, you see the, these moments where, where we're celebrating Christmas or, or celebrating Thanksgiving with family, that, that it's a moment where we're eating together. But, but these moments are great, but, but that's not all there is. People chase moments. But Jesus, Jesus uses moments to bring us in to relationship. Think about it. In life, if you're married, your, your wedding was a moment. <laughs> but the marriage, it's a relationship. Any parents out there? <laughs> Having a kid, giving birth to a kid is a moment. Raising a kid, that's a relationship. Now, now please understand, moments can be powerful. Moments can be extremely powerful, but it's not healthy to only live off of these moments. We're, we're designed to live in relationship, that these moments should draw us in and bring us into relationship that Jesus can you imagine this he wants a close connection with you and me that's why it's so important and as a church we're passionate one of the reasons that we're going multi we're going to be multi-expression on different places and spaces in England Dora now and and into Atlanta next year and and then the following year into Sarasota we're we're doing this because we're designed for a vertical relationship with Jesus, not just to know about Jesus, but to know Jesus and to be in relationship with with one another, not just see people every once in a while on a Sunday, but, but to be in close connection with others. You see, Jesus wants you to contribute to others, but he also wants you to be close to him and you can become a builder. Here's the thing with it. This is what Jesus is, is saying to these individuals. And, and I believe Jesus is saying this to you and I today that, that as you follow me, 
I will transform you. <laughs> You're going to go from fishing for fish to, to fishing for people. <laughs> Still fishing, but for something different. As you follow Jesus, you... You, you might still be a fighter. Come on, you know you're just, a, you're just someone and, and you've just battled your whole life. You're still going to be a fighter, but you're, you're going to be a fighter for Jesus. <laughs> you know anyone? It's like they're still a little crazy, <laughs> but they're still a little crazy for Jesus. You're, you're still, still, still fishing. Maybe you were in marketing or promotion and you're still going to be promoting, but you're going to be promoting something different. <laughs> Maybe you're, you're in the creative realm and you love designing and you're still going to be, you're still going to be creating but, and designing, but it's going to be something different. Maybe you're a coach and you're still going to be coaching, but for something, but for something different. You see, Jesus is saying, you're doing the right thing, but you're doing it in the wrong place, and you're doing it for the wrong result. <laughs> you're going to be fishing, but not here, and not for fish. Jesus will use our old skills, but he'll use them for a new purpose. I don't know about you, but, but I love to repurpose things. Sometimes there's things that, that no longer have a purpose for what we needed them, but you can repurpose them for something new and they become meaningful and impactful in an entire new way. What if everything you went through was preparation for everything you're stepping into? And I wonder though, I wonder if it's like, wait, hold, hold on, you're, you're calling us? You're calling me? Sometimes the greatest limitation in our lives isn't a lacking skill set, but a limiting mindset. Wonder if if Peter and the others were like, but but I'm just I'm just a fisherman. <laughs> I talk with so many people that have a limiting mindset. I'm just this. I'm, you know, I'm I'm just a I'm just a driver for this delivery service. I'm just a, a factory worker. <laughs> Sometimes talking with someone, it's like, oh, I'm just a, I'm just a stay-at-home parent. It's like, no, that, that is a limiting mindset. It's like we think we're that. Like Peter and the others could have thought, I, I'm just a fisherman. Sometimes it's like, but because all my friends are fishermen and we come from a family of, of fishermen. <laughs> I look like a fisherman. I, I smell like a fisherman. I, I dress like a fisherman. I, I talk like a, a fisherman. And sometimes that's how we think. <laughs> Have you heard, show me your friends and I'll show you your future? Have you also heard that, that hold on, they're just a product of their environment? I wonder if this is Jesus' way of saying, follow, follow me as, as I lead you out. Follow me as I lead you out of, of that environment. Follow me as, as I lead you out of, of some relationships that are unhealthy. Follow me as, as I lead you out of your comfort zone. You see, it's like if, if, 
if you're just used to hanging with fishermen, if you're just used to, to, to hanging with, with the same people, how are you going to change? Jesus is like, I'm going to put you with some new people and, and, and you're going to be exposed to, to a tax collector and you're going to be exposed and get to spend time with a, with a physician. New can be challenging. That's why it can be hard establishing new relationships. It can be challenging establishing relationships with, with people who, who come from different backgrounds than us. It can be challenging uh, building a relationship with, with someone who, who, who has different hobbies and skills and has a different work experience than us. So many of us, we are living in the status quo and God has so much more for us. God has so much more for you. What if he's like, hey, you need a new crew. <laughs> The, 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 those friends at the club, you need some friends at church. The, those friends that, that, that you're always seeing on the weekends when you party, well, guess what? It's time, to, it's time to establish a new crew that you can party with at church. Sometimes, sometimes we have to get with people who can't relate to our past so we can step into our future because the people we're hanging around are just constantly trying to, to bring us back to our past. Here's the thing about Jesus. Jesus calls you to who you are going to be while you are still trying to fit in to who you used to be. <laughs> it's like, I know how to fish for fish, but I don't know how to fish for people. Do you feel like that? I know how to do this, but I don't know how to do that. I love it, and I'm so proud of my oldest, Ian Jude, that, that, that recently he hosted in person at, at one of our gatherings, and he was freaked out, and he didn't want to do it. He's like, I'm great talking with people about finances, about investing, because that's what he does. He is a, a licensed financial advisor, and so he's comfortable with that, but it's like stepping in, into a, a whole new world. Do, do you ever feel like I'm secure over here but not over there. And just like we as parents, those of you who are a parent, like we see things in our kids that maybe they don't see in themselves. Here's the thing. Your, your heavenly father sees things in you that you don't see. He sees more than you think you're capable of. He sees greater than you can even imagine. Uh, Jesus says, follow me and I will transform you. As you're following Jesus, ooh, he, he can transform you into a loving husband. And your wife's going to be, who are you? And what have you done with my husband? As you follow, as you follow Jesus, he can transform you in, into a mom that now knows how to relate <laughs> to to a teenage daughter, where your daughter's gonna be like, what, what, what is happening here? Follow me as I transform you into, 
an effective entrepreneur. Follow Jesus and you will see Jesus transform you into be in someone who helps reach people, someone who's compassionate, someone who's caring, someone who's actually not just pointing out problems in this world, but is a part of the solution. And yes, so many of us are like, but, but Jesus is calling me to something I can't do, that I don't know how to do. Here's the thing, Jesus never calls us to do something that we know how to do. <laughs> Jesus never calls us to something and we're like, cool, I got this, I'll let you know when it's finished. Jesus calls us to things where, where every morning we wake up and we say, Jesus, I can't do this without you, I need you. Where throughout the day, we are like, Jesus, I've hit a roadblock, I need supernatural wisdom where we get to say, Jesus, I need you. I do not have the passion. I do not have the patience to deal with this person. I don't have the passion to continue on. Jesus, I can't do this without you. But as we follow Jesus, we're like, wait, hold on. We're, we're transforming. <laughs> we, we don't change to walk with Jesus. We change as we walk with Jesus. And yet it's so tragic, it's so sad that so many people are like, no, I just, I just wanna be encouraged but not challenged. <laughs> I wanna be inspired but, but not change. <laughs> Too many people are like, Jesus, you want me to leave my boat <laughs> and follow you? Tell you what, you get in my boat <laughs> and and you can just ride with me and, and, and I'll tell you how it's gonna go. I'll tell you where we're gonna go. <laughs> Jesus, get in my boat. And Jesus is like, wait, but, but your boat is a booze cruise <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. You need to follow, you need to follow me. Peter and the others, they, they drop their nets immediately. Don't delay, immediately immediately they drop their nets. If you haven't dropped anything, I don't know if you've really committed to following Jesus and responded to the call. I wanna ask you, what, what are you still holding on to? What, what relationship are you still holding on to? What, what, what past hurt are you still holding on to? <laughs> what, what, what hobby maybe are you still holding on to? What, what unhealthy addiction are you still holding on to? I wonder if we're, we haven't dropped our nets and so we're so busy tripping over each other's nets, tripping over each other's hidden agendas, tripping over each other's uh, plans, tripping over each other's goals. But, but for me, it's like, uh, I don't wanna hold on to that stuff. I, I would rather have Jesus than what I'm currently holding on to. Sometimes we need to look in that rearview mirror and ju just be clear like, okay, look, at, look in the past, we dropped some things. <laughs> we left some things in the past and, and they need to stay there. You see, when you come to Jesus empty-handed, like, like the disciples here, like, the, like these apostles, we can build a better future. You, you can become a builder. Jesus says, follow me 
and I will transform you. Here's the crazy thing. As you're following Jesus, it's like, wait, wait, when did this transformation take place? I don't know. It's just like, uh, I, I don't really know the day. I don't really know the time. Often it's not some big event or some big moment. It's just, it's just little by little. Little by little, Jesus tr transforms our fear. We're no longer frozen in fear and we're stepping out in, in faith and, and in boldness. Little by little, he, he transforms our, our insecurity. And those times where we used to back down, we're, we're no longer backing down and we're having a confidence, not, not in our ability, but in God's ability to work in and, and through us. You're going to have courage. You not, don't even know where it came from. The, those times where you used to back down and you used to just say, I'm not going to speak up. You're going you're gonna to speak up. You're going to have confidence and not even know, wait, when did I get this confidence? You're going to stand in moments that you used to run. <laughs> it's like, wait, oh, 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 hold on. Jesus is talking to, to Peter and the others here. And it's like the, the, the very people that Peter denied even knowing Jesus, <laughs> he, he's going to end up standing and he's going to be preaching to these same people. I love this because Jesus is calling these individuals. It's like, wait, why them? This is like, wait, hold, hold on, follow me. Peter, I know you're going to deny me. I know, I, I know you're going to betray me. I know you're going to say that you don't even know me. I know that there's many times that, that you're going to want to give up, that you're going to want to throw in the towel, but, but follow me. I believe Jesus is saying that to us today. Like, follow me. Follow me when you're strong and, and follow me when you're weak. Follow me when you're up and follow me when you're, when you're down. Follow me when everything in life seems clear and follow me when you're so confused. Just keep following me. Jesus didn't go look for perfect people and, and say, I'm calling the perfect. No, he, just, he called these flawed individuals just like he's calling you and me with all of our stuff and drama. He's just saying, follow. And, and if we'll respond like they responded, immediately drop what what we're holding on to, leave everything and, and follow Jesus. It's amazing. Ordinary people, extraordinary things. Jesus can use anyone who will leave everything to follow him. We live right now in a world where people are just trying to tear things down, trying to tear things down, cancel this, tear this down. And yet I, I really believe that, that, that Jesus is still calling people. He's saying, I, I want you to become a builder. <laughs> Follow me and I will transform you. We're not just going to build what, what, what people want to build on this earth. We're, we're, we're going to build the kingdom of heaven. We're, we're going to help populate heaven and we're going to help bring heaven to earth.